Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it oh, up. Fun. Hashtag Lauren Rave It Up. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. I raving. We're raving it up. Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up. Celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today we are doing things a little differently. I thought I would do another episode on just answering fan questions. So I've got several here, all different types of topics. So I've kind of edited them around to, so they're related to each different theme. So the first questions are all about my interviews, which people really love to hear about. And I'm really appreciative. I love that so many of you are interested in what I do and my job and how it all works behind the scenes. It is quite exciting when I think about it. Sometimes I just don't put too much thought into it because I'm just busy day to day and hustling, doing it all. That sometimes I do forget that it is a really cool job. <laughs> so the first question is, what is your routine when it comes to booking and preparing an interview? Well, once I have booked the interview with, you know, publicists or managers, we figure out a time that works for me and the guest. Uh, I do have a team behind me that also send out a lot of emails and book these things for me. Then once it's booked, I actually do all the work in terms of the preparation of the interview. And I like it that way because I would rather do my own research and come up with my own questions so I'm fully prepared for the interview and I already know what questions are in front of me. So conversation just works more naturally that way, I find, because if someone is talking about something that I know is ahead in my questions, I can start asking that now and make it more of a conversation instead of just question, answer, question, answer. So I do do a bit of a, they call it a a Google stalk and social media stalk, but in my job, I guess that's allowed, isn't it? I'd rather do more research than little research. So the first things I look at, you know, everybody looks at Wikipedia, so do I, but I make sure everything on there, I back it up because there is some always in, some interesting facts on Wikipedia too, uh, but then I'll look at their IMDb page. I will look if they, they have a website, just look at any biography that I can find then I have a bit of a social media stalk. So Facebook, Instagram, anything that's happening at that time that I may not know about. Sometimes publicists or managers will already tell me about what they need to promote, whether it's a movie or an album, tour, but also they might put some other things up on their social media other things that they want to promote, or it actually gives me other ideas of stuff I can talk to them about that maybe they like, you know, or they have some pets that we could talk about just to break that ice and create that rapport with them as well and connect with them really well. Uh, So I just do all that research and as I'm going along, I just pretty much copy and paste a lot into a Word document and then I'll just go through all those facts, just make it dot points and take out things that maybe I'm like, oh, that's not as needed anymore 
And then I'll go back over all that again from the top and come up, see if any just questions come to my mind straight away. And some things will. Um, And if nothing comes to me straight away, then I'll go, okay, I'll come back to that. Or I might just get rid of it completely because I can't think of any cool questions. <laughs> um, and it's always helpful too if, say, they know someone that's already been on the show. We can connect over that and maybe talk about that last interview. That's always really fun too. Uh, and then I transfer it all to a different Word document, a uh, little bit of a template. Not much to the template. It's just, you know, make sure every single time I ask them, you know, were there any other careers they wanted to pursue when they were younger. Um, There's always obviously that question of knowing what they know now, what would they tell their 14-year-old self? And usually I'll also put in the two-minute hot seat game and I may even ask them what we can expect from them in the future as well as what advice they would give to our audience. So they're kind of just the generic ones. And I'll also have a list of what IDs that I want them to record. Now, you might not know what an ID is, but it's something as simple as, you know, hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here on Rave It Up, that that sort of thing. So uh, I do a list of what I would like them to record so I can use it in the future. I might not use it straight away, but I use it in the future. Uh, and that, that's pretty much it. And then we just go ahead with the interview. Uh, we have everything set up. A lot of the time lately, I'm doing a lot of Zoom interviews. So I have, you know, my microphone set up, the laptop. I also connect to Ethernet cable as well. So the internet is hopefully nice and crystal clear. Uh, since I live in an apartment, you never know. Just depends on what time of day you are using the internet, whether it's better or worse. Uh, a lot of the interviews I'm doing lately are in the morning, um, sometimes nice and early uh, because of the time zone with LA or New York or even Canada. <laughs> so once I have all that equipment set up, I obviously just sit down and go into the Zoom meeting and wait for them to come in and then the rest... It's pretty self-explanatory, like any a lot of people are living off Zoom these days and have gotten used to it as a new norm that, you know, you, you know, you send them the link and I just press record and I record on a lot of different things. Obviously Zoom, I uh, also record on Camtasia, there's a camera on me. I also have a different microphone just recording the audio of the room. So if anything drops out, I am covered. I learned that in my radio days to have plan A, B, C, D to Z pretty much just to make sure you can't always rely on technology. (laughs) Well, I hope that's answered that question. I'm sure I could even go into more and more detail, but that's what's coming from the top of my head right now. The next question is, how do you get your cool interviews? Ah, yes, a lot of people do want to know the answer to this. Uh, well, over, this is, I could not believe I had a look, the 12th year I have been doing Rave It Up and I've created a lot of relationships with publicists and managers. So in this industry, it definitely helps with who you know. Uh, so that they can just offer you a lot of interviews. My team and I do send out also a lot of emails, especially to international um, managements and agencies to get our name out there and 
let them know that, you know, we exist and we're here if you need any interviews. So a lot of that goes on behind the scenes. It does take a lot of time. You could also be chasing up interviews for months or years. That Hugh Jackman interview I did, I think I was chasing up personally myself because I didn't have, a, you know, a big team behind me. I only had writers writing on my website that I was chasing that up personally, I think for about three years until they were like, okay, well, now he's finally in Australia again, so let's do it. So it does help to, I know it sounds like it's a bit of a pest, but even just to, if someone says, oh, sounds like a great idea, just not now, that we nearly chase it up probably every month, um, just so it's at the top of their inbox, they're not forgetting about us, but also we're not pest through them every day <laughs> so a lot of the contacts there are you know platforms like imdb that you can sign up for with a membership to get imdb pro for example we do use that a lot as well that has a list of all the contacts um as well as things like contact any celebrity.com i know that sounds like a really funny or phony website but that also has a, list, a lot of lists a list of a lot of contacts as well we do seem to use imdb pro more because it seems like it's updated more contact any celebrity uh for some people we've contacted uh it's been some outdated data but they may have changed it since we last used it anyway next question do you have any cool things given to you from celebrities? Oh, that's a cool question. <laughs> uh, well, over the years, you know, I've gotten a wide range of different, um, I still have a whole selection of different CDs I've gotten from people. Not that we really listen to CDs anymore, do we? Uh, I do get a lot of MP3s downloaded on my computer before they're even released or movie screenings and things like that. Um, but the big thing that I always treasure, and it's funny because times have changed where we really used to love, and I, this is the thing I treasure, is signed photos. We used to, that was our one thing that we always got if we ever met a celebrity. And now these days people really love their selfies over any signed uh, photos or merchandise. Um, I still love a signed photo and I've got a big collection uh, um, of signed photos of photos actually signed to me with like, like a little message related to maybe our interview or just the connection I have with them, which means so much to me because obviously if I'm having, say, an hour with them we've connected really well over that hour it's not just a quick 10 minute interview and they probably don't remember me ever again uh so that that's really you know near and dear to my heart uh, my plan is to whenever i have a rave it up hq that we put them uh, showcase them all on the walls as well so that that means a lot to me um i think that's pretty much all the cool things that are given to me but there's a lot of cool things, isn't there? <laughs> All right, next question. How do you have time to run Rave It Up as well as your dance school? Oh, that, yes, I don't know. That's a very, very good question. <laughs> I'm tired all the time. Uh, for those who don't know, yes, I do run a dance school on the side of Rave It Up. I only just started it last year. Obviously, Rave It Up's been running for 12 years. So I've gotten a bit of a routine down pat with Rave It Up. You'd hope so after that long. But also, 
having my own dance school has been another lifelong dream of mine. So yeah, I'm running two businesses, both of my passions, both of my dreams. So I'm very, very proud of myself. Uh, How do I have time? Well, I don't have as much time for friends anymore, but I do try to make sure I fit them in when I can. Um, And I'm really glad I do do it with my partner as well. So it means I am not jeopardizing any time with him as well. So uh, it's just you need really good time management and juggling, Uh, at least with the dance school. I don't do it 24-7. And with Rave It Up, it balances nicely because with the dance it's a Latin dance school, so for adults, not kids, that it's always in the evening. If I did kids, and that might be just the afternoon after school, where this is adults from like 7 p.m. going into the evening. So with Rave It Up, I can do that during the day in the dance school at night. It's when I'm, say, not doing an interview that I'm kind of juggling between Rave It Up admin and Hills Latin Dancing admin. <laughs> a lot of different uh, you know, paperwork and compu- computer work and everything. Uh, but they all, it's great. It's all entertainment, so it kind of intertwines a little bit. And as I said, I love both, so it doesn't feel like work to me. All right, the next one isn't a question, but it just says, I didn't know you could dance. Yes, now now you know. There's more, there is more to me than you would think, right? Um, yes, I have actually probably over 20 years dance experience with uh, I don't just do Latin I've done ballroom and grown up with a lot of jazz and hip-hop which I still do this to this day I don't teach it but I do it for fun uh, for my own exercise and everything but yeah that's something I've been doing all my life so I couldn't imagine my life without dance quick fact about me Okay, next question. All these seem to be very Heartland related ones now for all the Heartland fans. Can you interview Aiden Marino? (laughs) Is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. Um, I've gotten this question a lot on like my Instagram and everything. I have noticed the comments. Thank you very much, guys. And for those who don't know, Aiden played uh, Lou's assistant in Heartland. Or still does. I haven't watched the show for a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I probably watched like half the next season after Graham left. I just I, not that not saying I wasn't interested in watching more. It's just been kind of going back to the previous question. How do I have time with two jobs? Right? There's not much Netflix time. If it is, it's just quickly while I'm eating lunch or breakfast. So, <laughs> but yes, I did see that comment, guys. I will work on Aiden. How's that? Because I would like him on the show too. I love a great variety of all these Heartland actors. To be honest, like, and don't hate me, I don't like his character in that show. He kind of annoyed me in the beginning. He may have gotten better. I haven't watched it since. But uh, Aiden, as a person, seems very, very nice. And there probably will be a lot to talk about. So just cross all your fingers and toes and it will happen soon if he agrees. Maybe post on his page too and go, come on, rave it up. That would be great. That might help it come into fruition even more. All right, next Heartland question. What did you think of Graham Wardle leaving Heartland? Well, I have mentioned this. I did speak about this a little bit even in the interview with Graham, um, the second one when we were talking about him, uh, his departure. I also met, uh, was talking about it in my Jessica Amley interview as well, who played Mallory from Heartland. 
that I I know a lot of people hated it and they thought and don't worry I I hated it too because I love him in the show uh, especially us women because he's so good looking that 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 was a big reason we kept watching it right let's be honest (laughs) Um, but I have mentioned already that I am so proud of him though because he needed to grow out of the show as well he'd been on it for so long that he hasn't been able to and started when he was young that he wasn't able to have that chance to explore other avenues maybe other acting roles other jobs within entertainment because he was doing Heartland all the time he didn't have time to do anything else um so I completely get it and with me having many passions in my life like we're talking about the dancing I couldn't imagine my life without trying that one thing, like opening a dance school. For him, you know, he wanted to do his podcast and have more time to do that and explore other avenues. So I think it's so important as human beings that we all do that at least once, twice, maybe three times in our life, maybe more, you know. You only live once, you might as well just keep exploring, keep learning new things, keep doing new things. It keeps it fresh, interesting and even after school, you never stop learning. <laughs> That's one thing we got to keep telling kids too. They think they'll just stop learning as soon as they finish school. Um, next question, do you and Graham talk a lot? Well, not a lot, but yes, we do talk uh, off air without actually recording interviews. Um, we mainly just message each other on Instagram. I've never really spoken to him on the uh Yes, I have. Not on the phone, but we've spoken on Zoom uh, without it being an interview. Just uh, catch up. Uh, fa- can you say face to face? Not in person, but over Zoom, virtually face to face. But never like called on the phone or anything like that. But he's just such a lovely guy, and we've got a lot in common. So, you know, we have a, a good chat every now and then. <laughs> uh, do you think Graham and Amber ever were in a relationship? Um, yes, I've seen a few of these questions, um, and I can say for a fact, no, I don't know why people keep saying that, you know, with Amber being married and everything too, um, to be honest, I think it's a little bit rude to think that I can, I can understand why people would say that because of their great chemistry on screen, but, and also not being, I guess, in the industry like I am and know what it's like behind the scenes, that's acting, you know, uh, even, uh, I know I'm coming back to the dancing thing, but even with Latin dancing I'm doing with bachata, it is very sensual and sexy and I dance with strangers and other friends and everything that's not my partner and people go, ooh, what's going on there? And it's like nothing that is just the dance. So it's just like acting that is that, that is their job, that's their character. They have to portray that character. So I can understand when you're not in the industry that that kind of gets lost in translation a little bit as well. But yes, to answer your question, no, I don't think that that they ever were in a relationship. Um, oh, this is a little bit more about the future. Who are you interviewing next? I just recorded an interview this morning, actually, that will be up next week uh, with American actor Michael McMillan. He was in True Blood. Um, he's a podcast co-host with... Um, Another person who's been on the show, Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars, uh, who's also in my book. Um, They do a podcast together called The Bigfoot Collectors Club, all about paranormal activity and 
aliens and things like that. Very interesting podcast. Um, if you go in with an open mind, <laughs> if it's not your thing, go in with an open mind. Uh, and uh, he was also in um, Beauty in the Briefcase with Hilary Duff and My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Hot in Cleveland. He even got to work with Betty White. May she rest in peace. Uh, so that was a really good interview. Like, we'll talking for like an hour and a half (laughs) um we're both chatterboxes so that went really quickly and I love interviews like that because you get so much good content out of them and some really good advice for the audience who might want to be getting into acting or he does also write some comic books uh he writes for screen he does the podcast what doesn't he do right (laughs) so that's a really good interview coming up and I'm just working on there's an Asian actor coming on soon. I won't reveal who that is yet. Um, and it's mainly just sending out a lot of emails at the moment to see who else is interested. Um, I know Chef Pete Evans, uh, another Aussie, um, is wanting to come on as well. We're just trying to figure out a time that works for both of us. It's been a bit tricky. Uh, but they're the ones I can reveal. Uh, and what do I have planned in the future? I don't know whether you mean Rave It Up or just me in general. Um, I'll answer both. Uh, With Rave It Up, there is, um, I'm hopefully planning later in the year, a big announcement, a big change with Rave It Up. And don't stress there, we're still doing interviews and the interviews you love, so don't stress there. But there is a change coming for the good, not not, not the bad. I'm not going anywhere, I promise, guys. A good change, um, but I don't obviously don't want to reveal it yet. That will be a big thing you'll see all over social media and our website, raveituptv.com as well. So keep a lookout. Um, and obviously still doing my dance school. That's been going exceptionally well because around the suburb we live, we don't have any competition either. And Every single one of our students that joins, they're like, oh my God, it's so good to have something so close. Thank you so much. So yeah, it's just going to grow and grow and grow. And it's something we are loving doing. And personally, um, I'm moving with my partner in July. So that's another big milestone that I'm very, very excited for. And that's pretty much it. My life really revolves around work my family and my partner at the moment. Uh, What a life, right? Um, It sounds like (laughs) I'm not really seeing my friends a lot. I am. Um, You know, every couple of weekends or something, I'll make sure to slot in time with friends. Uh, As I've gotten older, it's definitely turned into the quality of friends rather than the quantity. Um, So I have my nice little circle of friends that I do love catching up with that are very similar to me and we connect really well. Um, and the people that lift me up, I'm just, as I'm getting older, I'm like, I don't want to be hanging around those people that just bring my energy down or a negative anymore. I just don't have time for it. I don't have the energy for it. And yeah, it's something I really dislike. So yeah, that's me in the future. Follow me on probably Instagram as best. I love Instagram at Lauren Yates, which is Y-E-A-T-E-S. If you're not already, you will see all the updates on there anyway. Um, oh, this is nice and random, but I like it. What is your favorite food? This changes all the time. It's so hard to answer my favorite food. I do have always loved Italian food. Like I always love a good pasta dish. I just found an amazing recipe recently. Thanks to, um, go check out the website, pick up limes, um, L I M E S. Uh, it's, 
has so many amazing recipes uh, and I just found such a quick and easy one and it's delicious. It's a um, pea and basil pesto pasta with pine nuts and everything. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to make it tomorrow actually. Got a friend, see, I have a friend coming over tomorrow (laughs) Um, and we're going to make it for lunch. So that's quick and easy. Pretty much just chuck everything in the food processor and then put it in the pasta. It's so easy. Um... Yeah, mainly I'd say pasta. That's my answer. Um, and I love a good acai bowl and even pick up limes. Give me a fantastic recipe for oatmeal breakfast in the morning. I love it. I was never, ever an oatmeal fan because I thought it was boring and tasteless. And ugh. Anyway, but she's, she's changed my mind. Um, and, oh, this is, this is also a non-question, but something I can talk about. I love the photo of your groceries the other day. Yes, I posted a photo of my groceries on Facebook and Instagram the other day. Um, well, I think it was probably a week ago now or so, but um, that's what that, when that comment was posted. Uh, and thank you very much. I think people were very shocked because of just how healthy everything was. There was nothing that wasn't, uh, that wasn't unhealthy and wasn't vegan. So that is another uh, quick fact about me. I think it's been about four years now. I've lost track because I'm just loving it so much. Uh, Four years of being vegan and best decision I ever made just because of how healthy I feel and because I wasn't feeling good body-wise before I went vegan. I was really lethargic and tired and just getting sick all the time. Um, and now, especially with how busy my life is, I got to make sure my body can keep up with it. So I, I just love keeping it nice and clean inside. Um, so yeah, you would have seen like uh, frozen acai there because I make my acai bowls and there was lots of greens in that photo. I realized after I took it, I was like, oh, maybe I should have uh, put the radishes up the other way. So you saw a little bit of red somewhere. <laughs> Um, and I think there was a bit of yellow there with lemons and stuff and bananas, but anyway, um, what is your favorite color? Oh, easy, quick answer to this one. Purple. I love a little bit of pink and, you know, a little bit of light blue as well, but purple is my favorite. Uh, who is your best friend? That's a, (laughs) why do people want to know who my best friend is? Um, it's funny when I was younger I would definitely have an answer to that and I even kept changing best friends a lot I'd be like yeah they're my best friend they're my best friend they're my best friend I even did it when I was a teenager so I wasn't even that young I know this sounds very cheesy but I think my boyfriend is my best friend (laughs) I spend the most time with him I tell him everything we were friends before we were partners so um yeah we just even hang out like friends but in a loving way. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to have that friendship foundation. And even the next question is about him. How did you and your partner meet? Uh, I'll give you the, it's a long story, but I'll give you the short version. Um, Way before we owned our own dance studio, we were at a different dance studio and we actually met there. I was immediately attracted to him, but I was not interested in finding anybody at that time. I was like, nah, I'm good being single. because I was just focusing on the dancing um, because I got into dancing after a breakup with um, a previous partner and wanted to do something for myself. And yeah, one or two years later, I meet Alex and um, yeah, he was actually friends with my dad first. He was in the beginner class with my dad and I was intermediate, so we were never really in the same class together, but we would always bump into each other in the foyer and see each other, but never actually spoke to each other until 
uh, one of the monthly socials that they put on. He was there and introducing himself to everybody. Um, so he came up to me and, yeah, we had a lot in common. We had fun. Um, and I actually literally did not have any uh, – I thought he was good looking and, I, you know, a bit of eye candy to look at each week, but I only – had an interest in really being friends with him. So yeah, we created a bit of a friendship foundation first. And then over time I did start liking him and he started liking me. And yeah, there you go. Long story short, then got into a relationship. But yeah, he was um, so close to actually not ask me out just because of his friendship with my dad. Once he found out I was his daughter, he's like, oh, okay, maybe not. I'll back off. But anyway, um, my dad always makes a joke. You took my friend. And I'm like, well, uh, you should be grateful. He's around more now. So <laughs> they still get along like a house on fire to this day. And even my dad's gotten back into dancing with um, our studio now. So that's really cute. Okay, last question. Do you own any pets? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I used to own a Maltese Terrier and I loved her so much. But she passed away, oh, probably five, six years ago. Wow, that time has flown. Um, I do miss her every single day, though, and I do want to own another dog in the future, but I'm thinking of waiting till I have kids for that. But I do, I did adopt just this year, a couple of months ago, uh, two adorable little guinea pigs. They are my pride and joy, and they are, like, running around right now, actually. Um, So I better go soon to make sure I give them a nice snack um, and give them a little bit more attention. Uh, But yeah, they're my pride and joy and I love them so much. And I felt really good that I actually adopted a pet instead of buying one as well. Um, Either way, animals need homes. So, but I wanted to do that at least once in my life and I'm really glad I did. Um, Quick tip though, if you are thinking of getting a guinea pig, just know that they poo a lot and you will be cleaning it all the time. So they're not exactly, they are an easy pet to look after, but on the cleaning up side, not so much. Just keep that in mind. And not all guinea pigs also like to be picked up and held. One of mine does not really like it at all, but you know, he's happy to be really close to me, just not really hugged. Where the other one seems to lack it a little bit more. Um, anyway, this was really fun doing a whole episode answering questions about me. <laughs> Usually I'm always asking the questions to someone else. So thank you so much for submitting your questions, guys, and even putting them up on Instagram and Facebook on the comment section. You can do that anytime. And I do, do see them, I promise, because no one else controls my social media. It's all me. So I will see it. And keep a lookout for our future interviews at raveituptv.com as well as the podcast. Just type in Rave It Up on all podcasting platforms. Please tell your friends, guys. I really appreciate everything you can do to support us. I love you all and have a great week. Bye. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it. Maybe even make it a New Year's resolution but never do. Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class 
for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now.